0: Hi guys, welcome to the DM with Audrey, Brienne, and Tyree. We are bringing you guys TV and film costuming design discussions. We are always in each other's DMs on Instagram. Every red carpet, I am in there chatting with Tyree. We have a good time, and so we wanted to just bring that to a wider audience and see if you guys want to join us in our quest to find some of the best in costuming and TV and film.
1: Last week, we reviewed one of our favorite TV shows, Schitt's Creek. You should definitely check it out.
0: And on this week's episode of the DM, we will be reviewing the movie Hustlers. So, getting yes. right into it, this is a film um, from 2019, and it is directed by Lorenz Scafaria, and the costume designer is Mitchell Travers. And we're going to just be talking about this very, I don't know, scandalous yes, racy. movie. Racy, scandalous, rated R. <laughs> <laughs>
1: was it really rated R? Oh,
0: I have no idea. I was going to say <laughs> NC-17, but it's, it's probably rated R. It's, it's not
1: that raunchy, Yes. So, Hustlers is an American crime drama based in New York. Basically, there was an article written in 2015, The Hustlers at Scores, by Jessica Pressler. And so, the plot follows a group of strippers in New York City who began to steal money from wealthy men, and they ended up, like, drugging them and
0: so basically they had this whole scheme it was it was a total scheme other strippers started doing it too so I think that's a lot of why they got caught they at first were the first ones to do it and then others caught on to the game but yeah what they did is they drugged people with MDMA and a mixture of that and something that they would put into their cocktails and it would basically render these guys it was kind of like The date rape drug because it kind of makes them forget too. Like at some point in the evening, I think to where they didn't make it illegal was that they always made sure that even if the guy was super messed up, he was always able to sign his own signature and like verbalize yes or no for which card to use, so that they weren't they never physically took out cards. Being like, yeah, they were pretty smart and slick about it.
1: Yeah. So, basically, we're going to get right into it. The film is based in 2008. So, technically, it's a period piece is what I was reading because Mm -hmm. that's a long time ago. (laughs) And the main character, her name is Destiny. She's played by Constance Wu. Um, She's a stripper, and she's new to the scene. So, her costumes initially are, like, ill-fitting or, like, she doesn't really know, like, what to do. And she gets taken under Ramona's wings, basically.
0: And Ramona is played by Miss Jennifer Lopez. Going back to Destiny, she just, you know, she's trying, but she's not great at stripping in the beginning. She's very, very awkward. All the other girls kind of, like, give her shit and just like jostle her around like they're just not very nice to her because she's very meek and timid and they see that and they're like girl get out of the way we have money to make and she's you know yearning for that because in the first scenes with her we see her looking all lost and like wanting to make money but like not really knowing how to just go and take charge so that's how they introduce some of the other characters like Lizzo is in the film and she plays Liz she's another stripper and Cardi B is also in the film she plays Diamond Um, and so So that kind of introduced those side characters so that they can, once Ramona takes her under her wing, then those other girls, especially Diamond, are more willing to help her out, to help Destiny out. For
1: sure. And, like, her outfit options, I guess, like, early on, she's, like, new to stripping, so she doesn't really know, like, what to wear And then, like, after she gets taken under Ramona's wing and, like, helped by Diamond of, like, doing, like, lap dances, her clothing becomes, like, more accessible. Like, she gets those outfits that she can remove sexier. She's very in-your-face. She wears that, like, diamond sexy necklace. And, yeah, she's just learning how to become more sexy And, like, the cool thing about Destiny and the costume designer, Mitchell Travers, is that they would text trends of, like, Nicole Richie and people in the early 2000s because they wanted that look portrayed. They wanted it to be, like, a 2000, um, what's that called? Like, trend? Fad? Fad? Yeah.
0: I mean, I, Destiny is not my favorite character in this f- for how she dresses, cause it's just, it's very messy. Like, it's really cluttered. It's really like off-putting to me anyways, because, like, it's not cute. It doesn't match. Like, when Ramona comes in, like, Jennifer Lopez's character, like, she is snatched. Like, her outfit is on point. Everything's matching. Homegirl even has a matching hat. And I was like, yes, you do have that hat. (laughs) But, yeah, with Destiny, I just feel like she's gone around to some, like, thrift mall or cheap place and, like... Just gathered up little bits and pieces that, like, she thought would look good. But, like, I don't know that she was really thinking of, like, okay, this is a look. Like, I'm going to be a mermaid today or I'm going to be a Wall Street, like, lawyer type today. Like, she doesn't have people and themes in mind. She just kind of throws it all on, and it looks that way, too, especially in the beginning. She just got whatever put on. And I'm like, girl, can we— Tighten up, chop, baby. But I think that,
1: like, that is part of her character. Like, she's learning to become. Can we talk about (laughs) her last outfit where she's wearing that, like, tank top? They took the guy to the hospital, and she's wearing, like, jeans and that white tank. Oh, this is, like, far, far in the movie, yeah. And she dropped her kid off with, like, blood on her tank top. And just, like, it's like, girl, you couldn't change, like—
0: Well, but I think we're supposed to know because that's when things start crumbling because Ramona wasn't available. And so Destiny had to think on her toes and just try to, like, figure that whole scenario out. There was this guy that Kiki's character had been with, and he was drunk, drugged, and he tried to jump off of a balcony and hurt himself. So they had to take him to the hospital. And I think that with that scene, you know, we are supposed to see that she didn't have time to— Go home and change. I mean, I I was definitely during that scene eyeing her, as were all the other mothers. But I think that that was the thing is, like, it was, like, jigs up. Like, you're not a suburban mom. You don't have money because you have, like, a good supportive husband or you have a good job. Like, you're a stripper. You're (laughs) running around in a BB, like, bedazzled tank top, crop top. All these chains. Like, I think we were supposed to see her world kind of come crumbling down.
1: Yeah, I definitely felt that.
0: But yeah, Destiny is just, she's trying. Ramona takes her under her wing. I really like Ramona. Like, yeah, I get it why Jennifer had so much award season buzz I do not agree that it should have been Oscar buzz but she for sure like a Golden Globe a SAG award because this bitch committed (laughs) like she committed my jaw was on the floor when when Jennifer first came out and I was just like I scandalized
1: shocked I yeah me too (laughs) that first scene at first I was like what is this. And I've seen that movie a couple times now and I was still like like what is this like cuz the first scene that she
0: comes in <laughs> Ramona um Jennifer Lopez yeah. is a very risque coordinated scene that she's got a routine that she does yeah. and it does it leaves you reeling cuz you're just like I mean her outfit alone there is like a chain up her butt basically <laughs> like it's just this teeny tiny little strand of crystals that I was like, how is that staying put? But I mean, Tyree, you had said that like actually it wasn't staying put and like it <laughs> snapped a couple of times. Yes, yeah, so
1: I was reading about that first costume that I guess is like an iconic costume. It was like six straps and two straps broke a couple of times. They sewed her into the outfit. And Mitchell was saying that when he worked with the JLo on this particular outfit, is he had a room of, like, purple lights or something, and he had her put on an outfit. And when she had the outfit, she would make, like, this face to, like, look at him to say, like, oh, wow, we got it. And she put this outfit on, she turned around and he said that she made that face. So that gives
0: me goosebumps. That's how (laughs) so when I'm styling, that's how it is. Is like with you and the client. For me, it's goosebumps. I get goosebumps when I know we've got it. And I and I always verbalize that to the client where I'm just like, oh my God, I just got goosebumps. I think either I'll say I think we're there or I think we got it. But like having that sort of repertoire, whether it's a, a look or a feeling or an emotion—it's so exciting in fittings when you have that because, like, yeah. you just you know, like it's that gut instinct—you know that you got it. So that's cool that he and J Lo, yeah. you know, were close enough that and they also had like had she's that.
1: bearing it all. So like, yeah. Just the fact that it fits so nicely, she's doing, like, all these acrobatics and, like, nothing's coming out and it's still, like, sexy and classy. It's, like, they knew that they got the look and they definitely got it for sure.
0: There was no way not to say wow. You know, (laughs) like, there was genuinely, I can't imagine in theaters what people's reaction was. Probably some hoots and hollers, but just a lot of, like, shock because— She comes out swinging that first scene. Um, That costume, I am not at all a fan of strip clubs, have never been to one, but like (laughs) I can say though, like having not been to one or frequenting one, that I love that costume because it just was so, it's tailored to her. It had a matching sequin, like thigh length coat over it. Like I said, she had the little like newsboy cap with it and then matching huge, huge, huge pumps. And I just, I think this look is amazing.
1: Yeah. And Ramona, um, Ramona was known, she was the ringleader of everyone. And she always wore like these furs and um, the fur in one of the first scenes where she's with Destiny. And she puts her in that coat. It's supposed to represent like a kangaroo pouch. Like she's. Taking her under her wing. That's so, cute. So, Ramona wore a lot of furs. And then, like, later in the movie, during Christmas, she gave Destiny a fur. Mm-hmm. and A so, chinchilla. <laughs> yeah. Politically so, like, incorrect. <laughs> Ramona was, like, this boss persona. And she would be, like, a boss stripper. She had, like, the best kind of outfit stripping. But she also was well put together when she was outside the strip club. With, like, how she dressed that way. Mm-hmm. It was, like, subtle streetwear or just, like, different types of things.
0: Yeah, when she went out, I liked how Ramona looks when she's just, like, out and about with her kid and stuff. Because, like, the other girls, Destiny in particular, like, she just always looked like a stripper to me. Like, <laughs> she didn't know how to reel it in or play those two characters. Ramona was a lot better at truly being two different characters. There right. was Ramona the stripper, and there was Ramona the mother, and the person who had to, like, do her every day to day. And, and I liked how it was subtle. I liked that, you know, she didn't come out in her stripper shoes. It was a lot of, like, juicy couture tracksuits yes. and just, like, very, like, loungy but still cute and put-together But But I,
1: I have a question, though, because when Ramona gets caught at the ATM, she's wearing... These wedge sneakers Mm -hmm. were wedge sneakers out in 2008.
0: I believe they were because J-Lo, I couldn't tell you what song she was on, but it was it was back when she had um, Jenny real. from the Block oh, yeah. and I'm Real. She was wearing what, they weren't like super popular amongst like patrons and stuff. Yeah, But I remember in music videos like that. And do you remember when combat boots, like the heeled combat boot came yes. out? It was around that time okay. that we started to see wedge sneakers yeah. a little bit, but it was very much a Hollywood
1: thing. And like just how we're like, Questioning this. These are a lot of trends that in 2000 that they did research on, and they were using like Coach and BB and
0: Dooney and Burns. Von Dutch. Yeah. I can't even believe it. Like, when I saw Dooney and Burke, I was like, kill me now. Like, do you remember like the Dooney multicolor? <laughs> so when Louis Vuitton came out with the multicolor bag that they did with okay, Marc Jacobs, like and then Dooney and Burke copied it, and like, I was just like, oh no, because so many girls were wearing that Dooney and Burke because they couldn't afford the Louis, and I was
1: like, this is all a mess. I like Dooney and Burke. I am Mm-mm. a country boy. Mm-mm. And I they make like, it's really like Coach kind of like they make classic bags. In, Ed
0: Hardy, yeah. Baby Fat.
1: Baby Fat. Apple Bar Apple jeans, bar. Yeah. Boots with
0: yeah. the fur. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, It's
0: yes. all coming back to me now. Oh,
1: yeah, what a so time. that was the era of this movie basically. And I think they did pretty well putting that together.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of um, throwbacks to, to <laughs> like, I felt very nostalgic. Like, when it got to some of the side characters, like, Lily Reinhardt plays Annabelle, and that girl is almost exclusively in, like, bandage dresses. Whether yeah. they're Hervé Leger or BB or BCBG, like, she's always in a bandage dress. And so I was like, oh, God, here we go. Because like, Yeah, and she did, those like, popular. Um,
1: the solid colors. Like, she was wearing, like, greens and blues. And, like, she wasn't the brightest. She was just tagging along, basically. She got wrapped into it.
0: And I think I like like her the least out of all the girls because she's just I believe Lily unfortunately was miscast here I didn't believe her as a stripper I I don't even remember
1: seeing her as a stripper
0: I also just didn't believe her outfits either like I would see these scenes she'd have the teeniest tiniest little dress on but I was like you still look too like sweet and not Mm. believing so I didn't enjoy her presence in the film um, at all I didn't like her costuming like she seemed like an afterthought I felt like there were other characters Mercedes Ramona Destiny they focused on those girls wardrobe really hardcore and they had like a distinct style I just feel like Annabelle like Lily's character was just she was sort of thrown in there for some gimmicks like she has this thing she does she vomits when she's upset like if she gets scared she vomits if she's nervous she vomits so that's like this recurring joke and like outside of that I was like is that all you're here for is a vomit joke like Dear Lord. So not a fan of her in this film, unfortunately, but she's there. I know she's super popular right now because she's in Riverdale. So I I get why they needed to have like a younger, popular, someone that Kiki could like
1: have banter with. Mercedes is one of my favorite characters. She's played by Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer is probably one of my favorite people. And her character, I would say like in the strip club, she wore like, bra tops are like she wore separate so she was wearing like pants and she wore a lot of like prints and one of my favorite scenes with all of them together was when Usher came (laughs) that was the best scene ever and like Mercedes, Kiki Palmer, like Annabelle, Lily Reinhart, like JLo, like these celebrities were dancing for Usher and it's like Usher, like... It is too much, guys. <laughs>
0: like, this scene, he comes in in slow-mo. They are playing, I want to make love in this club. Yes. Like, I...
1: <laughs> that's the best scene. Die. I love that scene. And also, Jayla's like, <laughs> what's your name? And he's like, "Usher, baby. Oh, I was God. like, yes. <laughs> I was
0: getting so much secondhand embarrassment during <laughs> that entire scene. But yeah, I mean, those women went... But that's how it was. Like, back in the day, Usher... Little side note. So I went on. Carson Daly had a show back in the day, and I I was on it with some friends, um, just in the audience. And Usher was the guest, and we reacted the way those strippers did. Like yeah. we literally lost our shit, yeah. lost our minds temporarily. Like that was what you did back in the day with yeah. Usher when he was on top. Like everybody I lost. Usher once
1: in New York at a restaurant, and I. Didn't lose it, but inside I was losing it. And, like, yeah, after like I was like, crying. oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, Usher, mm-hmm. Usher. So yeah. I,
0: I, that was nice to see. They got that right <laughs> yeah, of, like, that was how like the impactful best he yeah. was back in the day. Like, Because <laughs> yeah. at first I was like, ew, Usher, but I was thinking— today 2020 and I was like no you guys are right if this was 2008 yeah. yes people would have been rushing the stage loving this pub yeah so I mean that that was a very funny scene but I love Kiki Kiki is so valuable in this movie she's got comedic timing that's amazing and her costumes I like that she committed to. she's not nearly as scandalous as Ramona but she's not supposed to be Ramona is like a boss Ramona has been at this like Ramona's a veteran at this point like she's almost untouchable so it made sense that mercedes she's more playful she has fun like it was a lot of like highlight like a lot of neon colors she had a lot of stuff that laced up very intricately but you could tell mercedes has a lot of fun with her costumes and although i am not a fan of spandex and latex (laughs) and like all the the materials that they were using on the girls but i at least could believe it and it came alive to me that like Okay like I yeah. buy it that this girl is like she's fun to be around yeah, like I think
1: she was just everyone's best friend yeah. and she played that like her character and like the way that she dressed like you said is not like super flashy but she had her own style and like the comic relief like she had her own personality as well and I think that was perfect
0: yeah, I could see her. She's someone that I could see you bump into at Forever 21. because like, <laughs> They worked at like, Old Navy. Do you remember
1: yeah. that? Yeah,
0: <laughs> and, and I thought that that was cute because it's like I could see someone like her shopping. We didn't have Forever 21 back then. We still had, like, Express and stuff yeah. back in 2008. But, yeah, I could definitely see her, like, shopping at the mall for her little, like, outfits. Um, yes. I have only good things to say about Mercedes. They cast Kiki really well yeah. in that part.
1: and I stand Kiki forever.
0: <laughs> and it's fun seeing people people like Lizzo and Cardi B like I don't know their music a lot. I know who they are, yeah. but it was really those girls brought a lot of great energy and they were also willing to commit. I think that's one of the words I use the most cuz like this was probably difficult whether you are in shape or really fit. I can't imagine it's easy to be wearing these stripper outfits. Yeah. I mean they are tight, they're second skin. You're virtually naked and these women do it with not only do they do it with conviction, they do it with some poise. Like, they don't come across trashy by any means. And so I really thought Lizzo and Cardi B got into it. They got into character really well. They they adapted to that. And I
1: love—Cardi plays Diamond, and Diamond actually helps teach Destiny, like, some tricks and stuff. But Cardi used to be a stripper, so in real life, Jennifer Lopez said Cardi would help give her tips— and I think that that was really cool. And also, I believe the costume director said he'd never worked with Cardi before. And so when he did work with her, he brought in enough stuff. Like he was filming for a music video because he wanted her to have options. Because not working with her, he didn't know how far she would go with it in the character. And I guess it turned out great. Like everyone on the cast seemed pretty confident and convincing.
0: Except Annabelle. <laughs>
1: Well, Annabelle, she was comic relief. She was just there, and it's cool to have four, that many women together. It was also, speaking on women, is that the men in the movie, so the women were the powerful features in this film, and the men were just like pawns in a game. So mm-hmm. the men were in classes of A, B, and C, and A was like your CEO or your like Wall Street guy.
0: And then B was, like, sports jackets, jeans, like, I guess your average patron. Yeah, maybe, like, Um, a student or something. And then C were your Jersey Shore types (laughs) who are out-of-towners probably, like— people who were there for, like, bachelor parties and stuff, like, those kind of guys. I love that that's all they did was just rank them A, B, C. They (laughs) didn't even give them, like, titles. They were just like, either you're in group A, B, or C. Because, yeah, the dudes in this movie are an afterthought. Like, they are not, as much as they're the ones they do get taken advantage of because it is their money that gets stolen, Yeah, they're pawns, like Tyree said. Like, they aren't major characters. There's a couple, like, there's a guy, Doug, in this who's one of the major men, but, I mean... I'm just saying that because, like I remember his name, but like Was that get up tag. <laughs> well like we weren't meant to really remember these guys. They're yeah. forgettable and that's how these women treat them too, is like they're
1: disposable. Disposable, yeah.
0: All right. So that concludes the costuming of the film hustlers. We're going to get into red carpet now, which is always one of our favorite parts. And we are going to be starting with Lily Reinhardt, who is styled by Miss Elizabeth Stewart. Elizabeth's other clients include Kate Blanchett, Viola Davis, Julia Roberts, and uh, Jessica Chastain and We've got Lily at a couple of events that we've pulled for you guys. So the first one is the Hustler's Photo Call wearing Roan Murray And it is a red um, halter top that's got, like, it looks like it's got a choker. Then it's a halter. Yeah. It's a gown. And it has, like, ties in the back, like the back of the neck ties. And it flows down her back. And she's got, it looks like she's got, like, a Stuart Widesman nudist heel on. I think this is super boring, and I don't have anything else to say about it.
1: I actually think that this is super cute. I think that it's a relaxing fit. It's not, like, super red carpet, but it's a photo call, so that's just, like, a press day, kind of. So she threw this on. It's like a jumpsuit. It, I mean, it is what it is. It doesn't bother me. I like it. It looks cute. Very relaxed. Very relaxed.
0: Moving along, we're going to the 2020 SAG Awards. She is wearing Mew Mew. Um, We talk a lot about that designer here at the DM. (laughs) Um, If you listen to episode one, we, we went wild about Mew Mew. So she's at the SAG Awards, and she is wearing a gown that is, the top part is halter style, very plungy, and it is black with, like, rhinestones, silver rhinestones are outlining the entire bodice. And then from her bust down, it falls into a it's like a taffeta looking yeah, um, ball gown that has some tears. It looks like there's like fringe, lineage. like chiffon fringes on it. It's very fluffy. Reminds me of an El Fanning type yeah. of moment. Like it's very fairy tale I think that this dress is wearing her. The reason I say Elle Fanning is because I think Elle Fanning would be statuesque in this and would make me believe it. It's a beautiful gown. I don't believe her wearing this, though. I, I do believe it wears her.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really cute gown, and you described it very well. Like, it's everything that you said. I... I think it looks very pretty on her. It looks super cute on her. I don't think that that dress is for her. And mm-hmm. me saying that, I just think, like, looking at her other clients, like Kate Blanchet. like, I just see other people in this dress. Yeah. And you saying it wearing her not wearing the dress, I feel like she's younger, she's vibrant, and she could just, like, cool girl this look up a little bit if yeah. she wanted to wear this dress. It's not bad. It's just... It They're playing it, it
0: uber safe. Her hair is slicked. It's parted in the middle and slicked back like into like jewelry. a chiffon. Yeah, no jewelry. It's a very safe way to play the sass. Because, like, wearing an outfit like this, no one's going to put you on a worse dress. But, yeah. like, you might make a best dress for like the publications where you're popular. Like, she it's just w- a very strategic, a, safe yeah. mark. Like, she would make, make a best it.
1: dress in this dress, even though it's like a simple dress.
0: But, like, Teen Vogue would be like, best dressed. And I'm yeah. like, mm hmm. Um, so then the next is the 2020 Vanity Fair party. She's wearing a Marc Jacobs dress. And how do you, how, gown, I should say, but how would you describe this, tie? Because it's it's busy.
1: Um, this is a busy dress. It's a floor gown. It has puffer sleeves that are probably three-quarter that, like, is that rouge or elastic around mm-hmm. and adds a little flare at the end of that. It's a turtleneck, so it's all the way up to her neck. The only thing that's exposed are her arms and then I would say that it's like a sheer fabric that has like a watercolored flowers on it. It looks pretty. There's pink and purple, and it's just very floral. I think that it's very covered up, it's very delicate and light, but.
0: This isn't a Vanity Fair moment. I'm just going to go, we're going to plow right through yeah. this because <laughs> this is not meant for Vanity Fair. This is something you wear to a Venice Film Festival. This is at the wrong yeah. event. Like I see this and just immediately it was like, ah, ah, in my head because I was like, this is not the right carpet for this. This is, again, Elle Fanning wears this to the Venice Film Festival. That's where this dress belongs. That's where it lives. It should be on a press tour for a Disney movie, whether yeah. that's like, you know how they do all their live action films? that that's where this dress belongs. This poor girl wearing this getup at Vanity Fair, she's not taking the (laughs) risk that could have been taken. Yeah, And again, she's at the wrong event wearing this, I think.
1: Also, I think like with this look and the look that we just talked about, it's nothing. It's just like a dress. Like she doesn't do any accessories, like belt. Like it bring or like it,
0: girl. Like give us an accessory. Some jewelry,
1: like wear some earrings. Like if you're gonna go for these looks, like go for it. Don't give me something. Give me a safe. lip. Yeah. Like
0: let's do a lip color. Let's do an eyeshadow. Like something. she's always in her face. Is, she's a beautiful girl, obviously. But in each of these looks we've talked about, she's barefaced. Like yeah. she's very fresh faced. That's her look, her hair. Other than like a, a little bit of a wave that she threw in it for the hustlers photo call, yeah. she just doesn't take risks. Like this seems like an extremely yeah. safe execution and of I red think carpet. With
1: that, it's like, yes, her face is very fresh. Her hair is pulled back. It's very simple. Then don't do this look. Like, yeah. fit something that you want to look comfortable in. Like, this is just like you put the dress on.
0: And then the last dress that we have is a redarte that she wore to the Hustlers premiere at the TIFF, uh, the Toronto International Film Festival.
1: Yes.
0: She... <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not having it. Okay, this one I, um, this one is, like, very, like, salsa dressy. So think of, like, the red, like, salsa dress, but it's a white. So it's, like, a white, I don't know what that's called. Is that lace or... Mm, like a brocade. What is that?
0: I can't tell what she's wearing.
1: I'm Basically, sorry. it's a dress. It looks like it has a plunging neckline. One shoulder has, like, a rose petal on the side of it. And then the other shoulder has, like, an even bigger flower petal. And then she's wearing a Rodarte belt that says Rodarte on it. And it's probably, like, a quarter of the length down to her ankles. But she has, like, a slit. And this dress, (laughs) I don't mean to laugh because it's okay looking. From the side, I feel like she looks better. From the front, she looks a little crazy. But that's the premiere of your movie, and I don't think that she should have wore that.
0: This looks fit for Dancing with the Stars, (laughs) and I don't like it. And I'm just going to stop right there because you don't have something nice to say. Don't say anything at all.
1: But moving right along Blue. to my girl, Kiki Palmer. She is styled by Michael Benjamin. And I love Kiki Palmer. I'm gonna just preface this right now. Mm-hmm. I have loved Kiki Palmer since forever. And I don't feel like she gets enough credit. Like, I feel like she was the youngest person to host a TV show. Um, she's on live with Michael and Sarah. She does music, like Kiki Palmer is an overall star. Yeah. So, let's get into her red carpet.
0: I agree. I will add on to that. I like Kiki a lot. I was friends with Kiki's old stylist, Melise Curris. Melise had her studio right next to mine. I would see Kiki in the hallway all the time. And that girl, she's so bubbly and sweet and always said hello, was always friendly. So, I got a lot of love for Miss Palmer because I I just think she's very nice and approachable and and cute.
1: (laughs) I wasn't going to mention that, but since you did, Kiki Palmer follows me on Twitter because of you guys. (laughs) I was, like, a super fan. I still am a super fan. I love her. She's a Virgo, and, like, I believe her birthday just happened. Mm -hmm. But you guys are the reason she follows me on Twitter. (laughs) That's
0: amazing.
1: (laughs) Yes. So her first look that we're going to talk about was from the Toronto International Film Festival, the Hustlers premiere. She's wearing Roberto Cavalli, and she's wearing Giuseppe Zanotti shoes. This look I feel like I like. It has one sleeve and one long sleeve, so... The shoulder is out on one side, and then, like, her collarbone's out on the other side. It's, like, barely holding that sleeve up. And then her leg is exposed. And it's, like, kind of, like, sequined, patterned with gray as a metallic. She looks like a rock star.
0: I really like it. Um, I think that it's right for the event. It's right for her. She is wearing this dress. It is not wearing her. It's tailored correctly and properly and beautifully. And she's got just the right amount of accessories. Yeah. She's got like a little bit of a, a bracelet happening. I'm sure she's got an earring on in there, but it's all very it accentuates and only like helps elevate this look. It's a home run for her. This is really, really nicely styled.
1: Yeah. Do you think, sorry, but thinking about hustlers, do you think these other people were nervous or intimidated to be on the carpet with JLo?
0: I don't think Kiki was. Yeah. Kiki just has personality where, like, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, she's she's, she's, she's a pro up. at this because she's been at it, what, since she was maybe, like, 11 or 12 or something? I think like,
1: Five or six. I mean, six. she's
0: been at this for a long time, so <laughs> I at least what she's giving me yeah. is that she's confident. Lily, probably, because yeah. Lily's, I mean, she's a baby. She's, she's new, new at it. But I don't feel that Kiki was probably too nervous about. It's JLo. JLo's going to upstage you. And not in a way that, like, they mean to. It's just, it's Jennifer Lopez. Right. She's iconic. No matter what you do, short of showing up naked on the carpet, right. Jennifer's going to get Jennifer the. It's Jennifer Lopez. It's her show. She's going to get the attention.
1: Yeah. Um, so the next look we're going to talk about is at the 2019 MTV VMAs. And fun fact Kiki is hosting the VMAs this year. So that's cool. <laughs> um, her dress is by Youssef Aljizmi. And her shoes are Giuseppe, but like you can't see her shoes. So I don't know if she's really wearing Giuseppe. But this dress I absolutely love. It's like a bodycon dress, it's all the way down to the floor. It's full, like her sleeves go all the way to her wrist. Her neck is, it's like a turtleneck or a... It's
0: like a mock turtleneck. Mock
1: neck. And it shows, like, the V of the plunging left neckline, but it's all the same color, and it's, like, this yellow bejeweled. She looks great, and, like, I love how it's tailored, how it's, like, sitting on the floor. It's not too short. It's not too long. And she just looks like a long... What do we call that? Give me something yellow.
0: Um... <laughs> I mean, she looks like a a little Oscar, like a statuette to me. Um, This is cute. Do I love it? No. Is it fine? Yes. And it's nicely tailored. The color, I appreciate the color, especially to what she's wearing it to, the VMAs. Like, it makes sense that she's got this, like, neon mustard kind of situation going on. It's cute. It's fine. Um, I could see it making some best dress lists, again, because of the color, mostly.
1: It's like a ice skating outfit that's a dress, basically. Or like a leotard that's a dress.
0: Yeah. It's okay. We did okay here, Miss Palmer.
1: (laughs) The next one we're talking about is the 2019 Angel Ball and she's wearing a Jay Mendel.
0: It's a strapless, tiered, layers and layers and layers of taffeta. And it, it's an ombre color at the top bust. It's like a yellow and a lavender. Then it's all lavender in the middle and through her leg. And at the bottom, it goes back to ombre to where it tears it out into this yellow color. She's got her hair up. It looks like she's got her hair in braids, but it's like up in a really big, tight, like high bun. She's got some bracelets going on, bare neckline. Definitely has, like, some really nice, like, shimmer going on on her skin. It's a lot of dress. I appreciate the risk that was taken here. Uh, That's about it. I don't like this, (laughs) but I can appreciate a risk when I see it. And I don't think it's a misstep. I I see that they were trying to do something different here. And I think that it's a—they worked it out as much as they could, given how much dress this is.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that this dress is probably made for editorial and— They tried to dress it up with like the jewelry. She looks great. I mean, she looks amazing, but I could do without that yellow on the bottom if it was just like the purple and yellow at the top and then just like purple Mm -hmm. straight down, even if they did a little bit, but that it needs to go. They tried. They did try.
0: And then we've got the 2019 Governor's Ball, and she is in Christian Siriano. And again, Giuseppe heels. But this Siriano is a, it's violet. It's got a deep plunge. It's a three-quarter length sleeve, very big ball gown sleeves. And then it is high, low. So it is all over a cocktail style dress and then has a very, very, very long train. Think. Puffy purple cloud, honestly, is what it looks like because of all the volume. I don't like it. (laughs) Um, It's too costumey, I think, for the governor's ball. I think governor's ball is a bit more of a formal event. This screams young. This screams a little inexperienced. She's had stronger comings. I think out of all of her looks we've talked about, this is my least favorite.
1: Same. I don't hate it. I like the color. I think that there's just too much fabric and there's not enough. I think Kiki Palmer just exudes confidence and, like, empowering. So, like, she is giving me all of that. And then this dress is just giving me, like, colored puff or something. Mm -hmm. So, like, just because it's her, I think it looks good. But, like, I could have done without this look. This ain't it. (laughs) <laughs> Not it. But st- I mean, it's cute. It's okay.
0: All right. So, next we are getting into Miss Constance Wu, who is styled by Michaela Erlinger. Some of Michaela's other clients include Lupita Nyongo, Meryl Streep, and Diane Kruger.
1: Yeah. So, her first look that we're going to talk about is from the Toronto International Film Festival. It's the Hustler's premiere. She is wearing Georges Hobica. And this look is a. Romper. It's like a pink romper with sequins, and it has a bow on the side. Like it has a big old bow on one side with the tail of the bow all the way down. And then she's wearing some pink pumps <laughs> or pink heels. <laughs> she's
0: wearing some pink pumps. I mean, she's wearing pink, and it's sparkly, and I, I do understand. So what they tried to do was be thematic here. I think that they tried to have fun and have it be this explosion of light. Okay, we're going to embrace the theme of this movie. It's a miss for me because she, she should be on a VMA's carpet, maybe even the Grammys, but this is a party dress. This is not meant to be your premiere dress by any means. This screams after party to me.
1: Yeah, it for me, it's giving me very like Ashley Tisdale. Can we not
0: talk (laughs) badly about Miss Tisdale? No, I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) It's giving me Ashley Tisdale as. (laughs) Oh, Sharpay.
0: it's Sharpay. Okay, <laughs> look at me. I went in and was like, do not talk bad about... That. Okay, it I get it. She's giving
1: me Astro Tisdale it as is Sharpay. Sharpay. Or um, I think Beyonce did, like, this as a video look. So I think she shouldn't have worn this to the red but carpet. music,
0: though, like, VMAs, Grammys, yeah. like, that's where this belongs. I don't know why she's wearing this to Tiff.
1: If she would have worn this, I probably would have done it as, like, a jumpsuit and maybe not a romper. Mm-hmm. And I would have taken away that bow. Yeah, Um, I think that it's a distraction, and I think that it's a little. um, What's not informal? Like you're the star of Hustlers, like, and this is what you showed up in. I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, not to be mean, but I think like that's just they could have done better. They should have done better.
0: I'm just gonna move along because we don't we don't love this one. Yeah. Um, the 2019 Golden Globe, she yeah. is wearing a Vera Wang, and this is classic to me, Vera Wang. This is Vera Wang when you think of her bridal it's nude it is a bustier corset situation on top very 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 thin spaghetti straps a velvet it looks like orange bow that goes all the way down basically to the ground and then her skirt the ball gown of it is just a taffeta pillowy dream of a gown this is very fantastical yeah. this is a win for That's them a, yeah. um She needs to go more in this direction more often because she looks really, really put together.
1: Yeah, I love this. And like what she said, like this dress is absolutely beautiful. Like it plays on the color of her skin. And then like the burnt orange like tie goes all the way to the ground. It looks like a ball gown and she's going to the globe. So like Vera Wang and Constance did really good on this. Mm -hmm. I love it. Agreed. So next we're going to talk about the Costume Designers Guild Awards. And Constance wears a dress by Redemption. And she's wearing Christian Louboutin shoes. And this dress, I I like it. I love it. It's playful. Like one side is like a men's jacket, like blazer or mm-hmm. like a suit jacket. And the bottom cuff is like sequence, And then the other side of the dress is like a sequenced dress with like a black belt strap, Mm -hmm. and her Christian Louboutins are clear with a playful little bow on it.
0: Yeah, like, they have a little black ankle strap. They're clear pumps. And then, yeah, there's, like, little, like, peep bow tie going on at at the bottom of them. And I agree. I think that she looks happy here. This is the best she looks on the carpet to me because, like, she's glowing and it's just a great fit her clutch that she's wearing also just blends in really well with this dress like i look at this and i i, I want to applaud it because yeah. i'm just like this is a really great styled look because you could you could up. because this dress it is a lot of dress having it be that half blazer half cocktail dress that's hard i know people think that's easy just because it's a one piece but like you can mess that up very very easily yeah. and i believe that they've not only elevated it with the accessories they took risks with them and their risk that paid
1: off yeah and also I love like what you're saying with this suit jacket as a dress like both of them together it could read like very masculine very boxy and suity. and they have this like belt or I don't know if that's just the tailor but it took it in so perfectly that it looks like it's a dress like Mm -hmm. the whole thing is a dress she's just wearing like a suit arm and yeah they
0: did a great job here
1: yeah that looks amazing so the last person that we're going to talk about is Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, Jenny from the block, whatever you want to say. <laughs> but She's J-Lo, always and forever to it, me. Yeah. So Jennifer Lopez is styled by Rob Zengardi and Mariel Hine, and their other clients include Lily Collins, Cara Levine, Rachel McAdams. And this team, Rob and Mariel and J-Lo, have been working together for so long, like, Forever, Like, mm. they have a lot of hits and a, a few misses, I want to say. So we're going to get right into talking about Jennifer. Where do you want to start?
0: Gosh, let's just start <laughs> with the elephant in the room. The 2020 Golden Globes where she wore Valentino. And this was a misstep, Miss J-Lo, because... I couldn't think of something that looks more like a gargantuan present than this dress (laughs) to describe it. It is a huge bow, a huge bow in the bodice that is gold and also emerald green. And that is what the bodice is, is the bow. And then it just tears into this big, big white skirt with a train. That's the dress. The dress (laughs) is, it's big and puffy and uh, who knows what happened here.
1: So this dress, when I first saw this dress, I was like, oh, my God, like, what the heck? And if you think of this dress how Audrey just described it, I think of, like, a Christmas card or, like, an angel on top of a Christmas tree. Like, it's very Christmas present, Christmas ornament, and it's Valentino. And I feel like Rob and Mariel and JLo being at a level so high that they could customize a gown. And I just don't think that they did that here. I think that this gown looks like Valentino, like, shape-wise, but those colors, like... I don't know. When I saw that, I was like, oh, no.
0: It's meant for editorial pages. This isn't meant to be worn anywhere. Like, I actually cannot think of someone, I if I think of any A-list or Julia Roberts, Kate Blanchett, anyone like that, this isn't meant to be worn on the carpet. This, to me, is a dress that I want to see in, I want to see this in maybe, like, WMAG or, like, V-Man. Like, I want to see it in, like, a, a highly editorial look like that. I don't want to see someone struggle to try to translate the to the red carpet because it doesn't work I think it falls flat and honestly it looks a bit clownish
1: yeah and like with this red carpet season with Hustlers I know that when you're a musician and you want to go into being an actor you want to have like that I'm an actress moment so I think JLo definitely missed the mark with this because it's like, oh, I'm going to wear a big gown to the Golden Globes because I'm a movie star. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it didn't work.
0: Yeah. Negative here.
1: And <laughs> so moving on, also in continuation of what I'm talking about, to the 2020 Palm Springs International Film Festival. She wore a dress by Richard Quinn, and she's carrying a Tyler Ellis clutch. And this one is, like, another gown moment that I'm not really here for. It's a strapless top. It's floral. It's pink and green. It goes probably to her ankles. And then it has, like, this big train. Like, think of, like, a big floral pattern wrapped around her and then just, like... This looks like
0: flower girls would wear it. I think if you were five and walking down an aisle with, like, a little basket of petals, this would be adorable. And that's the thing. J-Lo's not adorable. J-Lo has presence. J-Lo is an icon. This isn't—I'm almost wondering, like, why are you wearing such a sweet, delicate dress
1: like this? Well, so looking at this dress, it's also, like, one of those, like, movie star moments that she wants to have. But, like, it is Jennifer Lopez. I think that this look, they could have made those into pants. Or, like, a jumpsuit and then had a train. Mm -hmm. Or, like, did something to add some J-Lo to it. Some flavor. And it's not doing that.
0: Yeah, this doesn't look... It's very hard to describe this look because she doesn't look like herself. Yeah. There's nothing particularly wrong with the dress. The dress, if this was on a hanger or a mannequin, it's fine. But... This isn't the Jennifer Lopez we have come to know on the carpet. There's no pizzazz. There's not an ownership of this dress. She's in it because it's, you know, maybe the designer name of it, but yeah. it's very confusing to say the least.
1: Yeah. So moving on, I guess, to the Hustler premiere in Toronto, the Toronto International Film Festival. And this dress, I don't know how to describe it. It's, this season for j on the red carpet, I just didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And I love her so much, and I love her stylist so much. I just didn't—I wasn't getting j
0: This feels figure skater-ish. Guys, it's chiffon. It's like butterfly sleeves. It's satin throughout. There is a lot going on in the middle bodice part. It looks like there's gathering and bunching and maybe even like a bow going on. It kind of looks a bit like origami, some of the folds and tucks that it has. And then it's high in the front with a very high slit and open. And then in the back, all of it falls down into a train. So it's like a mixed medium happening. And her hair is in a short blonde bob. And then she's got... Got a very boxy silver and gold clutch, and her shoes—they um, just are very sparkly and dainty yeah. pumps that she has. I again, I don't know. I think Tyree said it best is that this was a very interesting season for her. She just doesn't look like herself, and I don't like it because I can't tell where this dress is meant to be, but I know that it's not this carpet. It reads off to me. The tailoring is great. It's Rob and Marielle. They know how to tailor a gown. They're experts at it. So, like, there's nothing on the surface. All of these gowns we've talked about so far, nothing's wrong with them, but— They don't fit the client. Yeah. The client's vibe anyways.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But moving forward, I guess the 2019 Vanity Fair party, that is a dress that I think is a banger. It's Zuhair Murad. It reminds me kind of of like a Balmain or something that's like super sexy. It's blue. It looks like a seashell on one side or like a butterfly, a blue gown that fades to black. And it's like sequins. And this is... The J-Lo that I particularly like and know, I think it shows her leg, which is, like, sexy, but not too much. And it shows off her shoulder. Like, the J-Lo glow is going on, you know. She looks great. I love this. I wish she would have worn something like this during award season. Mm -hmm. Because going back to, like, the movie star vibe, it's like, you are a movie star. You are a rock star. Like, we love you for who you are. So, like... You don't have to change your style to try to fit the Oscars or, like, fit the Golden Globes. Like, take your style and transform it to fit that.
0: Mm -hmm. I like this. I think it's fine. I just, there's something a little lackluster about it for me. It looks the most J-Lo, like, Jennifer Lopez of all them. Like, I I feel like I'm like, oh, there you are when I see this. But I I don't like it. I just think that this looks like something somebody else wears. A lot of that's going on with these actresses. Yeah. is Gowns that are fine, but that they look like they're made for someone else. Um, for me, it's a maybe, I suppose. <laughs> and that, my friends, wraps up the end of The DM Episode 6, where we were talking about the movie Hustlers. You'll find links to Hustlers' homepage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song.
1: If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and tell a friend to subscribe as well. You can follow us on the DM.net. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brienne, and Tyree.
0: Thank you so much for joining us in another episode of The DM. We would love if you guys would come and follow us. Get in our DMs. You can follow me at Audrey Brienne and
1: AudreyBrienne.com. You can follow me Tyree's Style S. S-T-Y-L-E or Style.com.
0: so you guys can find us at the DM on iTunes and anywhere that podcasts are available on your device thank you so 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 much for tuning in I hope you guys really enjoyed this this was super super fun thank you bye, bye guys